Blog Talk Radio. Time to relax. You know what that means. Time to face front, true believers, because we're doing an episode about Marvel characters this week. I am Kevin Jank. I'm Peter Jank. Yay, we're back. <laughs> the show is sporadic at best, but we do what we can. <laughs> at least we're consistent. We're consistently sporadic. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's a good way to look at it. Yep. We're like herpes, yep. consistently sporadic. <laughs> we should change the name of the show to the original herpes. <laughs> That'd be amazing. <laughs> be like, I don't want that in my ears. <laughs> no, you do. Don't. Trust me. <laughs> you want to hear all about it. Well, I guess we should probably get into it because we got two big lists to do today. Well, now you you, you say big. There are only ten. <laughs> ten. Each. That's true. And it's not like listening to songs because songs <laughs> usually take up a long time. These are just like we spout off. We spouting off some names. Yeah. <laughs> we'll just say the names and nothing else and we'll be out of here in half hour <laughs> well we could also I have a feeling we'll definitely have crossover on some of these there's no doubt about that yeah I would say there's definitely going to be a little bit of that <laughs> that is for sure well, let's do the little top 10 theme song and kick us off Women, this is number eight. Now you can all lay them straight. Open the door to your fuzzy elephant. Nine, ten. Never sleep again. All right, so we're going to do our uh, top ten favorite Marvel heroes and top ten Marvel villains. This is true, and this is spanning across the entire universe of Marvel. It's not Indeed. one specific like set of uh, you know, duders like oh, just X Men or just Avengers or uh, oh, anything. Else. I wish it was more specific like that because that would have helped me immensely. <laughs> I'll tell you right now. Narrow it down. Maybe, maybe for the heroes, definitely not the villains. Which ones do you want to go with first? Uh, well, whatever you want to do. Hmm. <laughs> let's, let's I'll leave it in villains. your capable hands. We'll do villains first because this is 
this one to me is the most controversial of the list. And it didn't really hit me until I started doing this yesterday. So villain or heroes was pretty easy for me to do because I know the heroes. Everybody knows the heroes. I mean, it spans so many different, uh, I wouldn't say universes, but like different. Uh, uh, like like mediums? Yeah, mediums. Uh, where unlike the, the heroes, there's the villains. And I sat there. And I tried to think, and I was like, what the fuck? I can't think of any fucking villains in the Marvel universe. I had to look them up. I I know I had a few of them that I definitely was going to find on this list. There's no doubt about that. But what the the fucking Marvel universe has, like, no good villains. There's a couple. What? That's ridiculous. I I think I'm bridged with this already. (laughs) You're going to hear this list, like, compared to, like, DC... Marvel's universe uh, uh, have the worst villains I think I've ever tried. I, I had to look up all of the villains. That's all. ridiculous. <laughs> there's no good ones. To be fair, I mean, DC only has Batman ones. villains. <laughs> Maybe Superman's got no. a couple, but beyond that, like most of them have terrible villains. <laughs> I mean, granted, yes, Batman definitely has. Uh, a ton of villains, and I can come up with a probably a twenty, a twenty-person list easily for that. This one, I struggle super fucking hard <laughs> through wow. the entire Marvel universe. I mean, I could easily do top ten Spider-Man villains alone. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but I'm thinking of like the best and the coolest villains for like that universe. Like, I've got a couple. of Spider-Man villains, there's no doubt about it. Uh, but, oh, Jesus. I struggled really hard last night. I was up for a while just trying to look up villains, and I was just like, either, <laughs> yeah, that's a villain, but it's stupid, or uh, I'm really, I'm sorry. Uh, this is like mostly a rant that I shouldn't be. I just, I struggled for a little bit for the villains. No, I'm very curious cool to hear your list. <laughs> As you should be, because my number 10 is none other than Dr. Doom. Yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> That's solid. <laughs> that is not a bad choice. I only know of him because of the Fantastic Four. When I looked him up last night, he had a lot of abilities. I was like, I don't remember half of them from the movie. He looks like the Tin Man with the green cape. It's pretty cool looking. Yeah, um, Doctor Doom is actually really good. He's a very interesting yeah, character. He looks pretty cool. Uh, he's got a lot of cool stuff. I think what it is is I don't know really much. I've never read any comics with the Fantastic Four in them, so I don't know too much about him. But I mean, it looks badass. Most of the stuff that I do remember is either from the movie or from the video games, which is really. I mean, he was cool in the video games. Yeah, he was pretty cool in the video games. The movies really haven't done him justice yet. I'm, I'm hoping maybe someday they'll do something that actually makes him more like he is in the comics and makes him interesting because he is pretty cool. Like, he actually, I mean, he's a leader of a country. Uh, like, he's got his own country, Latveria. Um, he builds all these, like, robots of himself <laughs> that are called Doombots. Um, he's actually, like, he's he's a really smart scientist, but he's also, like, uh, a wizard as well. <laughs> so he's kind of working both oh. angles. 
both the science and the magical route. And he's just always hungering for power. And it's he's one of those villains that's kind of interesting in that he goes back and forth. Like he does, he'll have times where he's kind of heroic, and then he'll go back to being a villain and shit like that. Oh, he's like the anti-villain. Yeah. <laughs> and you have the whole angle of him and, you know, Reed Richards used to be friends back in, like, college, even though Dr. Doom was kind of a dick. <laughs> but they do have this basis of friendship where it's like, well, he's always trying to kill Reed Richards, but, like, on some level they still have this level of respect between them. So it's kind of weird. Makes it interesting. Huh. Oh, cool. <laughs> and there's certain times, like, I know I uh, they – they have the, you know, he wears the mask because he's trying to cover up his, like, hideously scarred face. There's been times where I know where they, like, took the mask off and they're like, oh, he just has, like, one tiny little scar. <laughs> but he's, like, so vain that, like, <laughs> he overreacted. <laughs> that's pretty funny. Oh, that's pretty that's interesting. Pretty <laughs> All right, well, what's your number? Yeah, that's, that's a good call. All right, my number 10. Oh, man, I agonized so long over <laughs> which ones to go on this list because there's so many I like. But I ended up going with the leader, uh, who is, you know, a Hulk villain. He's kind of one of, I would say, the Hulk's two uh, arch enemies. Um, you've got, like, the Abomination, who is kind of, you know, basically a big hulking brute like him who also has you know gamma enhanced strength and that kind of shit except he looks more monstrous but for some reason even more so i like the leader who is kind of like that old adage of like you know like, like samuel L. jackson said in uh your favorite movie unbreakable <laughs> mm. i like how the uh <laughs> the villain is always like the exact opposite of the hero uh, that's kind of the way the leader was, where, you know, obviously the Hulk gets blasted by gamma rays, and he becomes, you know, this big, strong guy, uh, while the leader, he ended up, he was like a janitor who, like, <laughs> ended up cleaning up, I think, some gamma radiation mess, and or he fell in it or something, slipped into it, and he ended up getting, you know, super gamma-enhanced strength, or not strength, <laughs> uh, like brain power. So his base, he turned all green, and, like, his brain got, like, super huge. So he's got this, like, massive forehead. Oh. <laughs> and it's kind of, it's an interesting-looking look, especially in, like, the more later years where they kind of got, you know, better artists and that kind of shit. Like, he used to just be, like, he was kind of just plain and had this giant forehead. Uh, but the later on years, they kind of got where it was all cool and, like, weird-shaped and, like, veiny and shit. <laughs> and the leader looked really badass. But, yeah, basically it's just, yeah, the gamma radiation gave him, like, super-enhanced, uh, you know, brain power. Like, he was just a normal, you know, level janitor before this, but now he's, like, a super genius and always coming up with ways to fuck with the Hulk and <laughs> do crazy shit. So it's kind of like he's the opposite, where, you know, the Hulk got the strength, he got the brains, and it's cool mix to see them go against each other. Plus, he just looks cool. That's pretty cool. Sounds interesting. Yeah. I don't know really anything yeah, about him. But... <laughs> Sounds neat. They definitely, they set up to have him in the movies in the fucking, you know, the Hulk, Incredible Hulk movie that they did for the MCU. But since they haven't done oh, any yeah. Hulk sequels, <laughs> they never got a chance to do it. 
I remember that actually. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They showed Samuel Stearns getting the fucking like stuff going into him, and they showed his brain and like all convulsing and stuff like that. But I don't know if they're ever gonna do another Hulk movie, so <laughs> we may never get to see it. Hmm. Interessante. Yeah. Cool, cool. All right. Well, we'll move on to my number nine. And my number numero nine, 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 is, is hella, because I was hella having trouble trying to think of other people. <laughs> so, uh, I pulled her from, obviously, the Thor Ragnarok movie, which I really like. I thought that movie was pretty good. Um, yeah. Uh, but I absolutely uh, liked the villain in here. She just seemed like she was all out war all the time. And that, to me, just sounds like, you know, it's bone. It doesn't have, you know, much to do with uh, the wacky shenanigans of, uh, you know, or like Thanos in the new movie, which is good. I do like this thing, but it seems like she had a different take of being bad. She was just the all-over <laughs> bad person, um, which was pretty yeah. cool. <laughs> She's just like straight up murdering shit. Yeah. But uh <laughs> yeah, for sure. I think Hell was pretty cool. It seemed like she had some really cool powers with those weird like uh symbiote uh spike things that would kind of fly <laughs> out of her. <laughs> yeah, that, that was pretty cool. I don't even know if she actually has that ability in the comics or not, but that was that was really well done the way they did it in the movie. Yeah. I thought it was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. I enjoyed her. She was just getting a kick out of her evilness. Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> it was cool. I thought she was cool. And she looks cool, too. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, I love that fucking, like, the helmet with, like, the fucking horns everywhere. Oh, it's so good. That is fucking cool as hell. I'm so glad they kept that in. Like, she has that in the comics, and I was like, oh, man, they're probably going to fucking make her look stupid, but nope. (laughs) They gave her the fucking helmet, and it looked badass. Yeah. So good. I like that it kind of just, like, went away, and it came back only when she was very pissed. Yeah. It was pretty cool. Yep, I like that. All right. Um, so my number nine, I do have a little bit of a tie here. <laughs> because why wouldn't I? <laughs> yeah. Why wouldn't I? <laughs> but these are uh two I would say uh Deadpool villains, kind of. <laughs> one's definitely for sure. Um and the other one's kind of more of a recent uh addition to his stable of villains. Um Talking about characters of T-Ray, and the other one is Madcap. Um, now, T-Ray was a character that obviously I love because he was introduced in um, the Deadpool run that I really like from the first, like the first 33 issues or whatever, the Joe Kelly run of the first Deadpool uh, ongoing series. He was kind of like the main antagonist during that period. Um, he was this, he was presented as, as this like big, kind of like hulking albino guy who had like orange like hair and like a ponytail and it had this like weird bandage thing over his nose and it just looked like a cool visual. I don't know. It just looked really cool. 
Um, and he like hmm. was he was a, a fellow mercenary basically. Like when Deadpool would go to you know Sister Margaret's home for wayward girls or whatever to get his missions and stuff. T-Ray was always kind of there and he was always the one giving him shit uh, and kind of trying to fuck with Deadpool a little bit. And their, you know, whole thing got more and more antagonistic and eventually like uh, Deadpool <laughs> like tried to take on T-Ray and T-Ray just beat the shit out of him basically because he's got like, he's got all these magical abilities, uh, which Deadpool just really didn't have any kind of defense against. <laughs> And so it sent him into this whole, like, spiral and shit. And eventually they fought again and stuff. And I think it got kind of convoluted near the end as to who exactly T-Ray is and what his connection is to Deadpool's past um, and actually even who, whether or not Deadpool is the real Wade Wilson or not. <laughs> it got very convoluted. Oh. And it seemed like the more they tried to sort that out later on, the more convoluted and weird it, it all got. Um, but he was definitely a very interesting villain. I liked him a lot. Just just the look of him was cool, and like the fact that he had all this badass magic kind of made him pretty cool. Um, and the other one is Madcap. Uh, he's been a villain in the Marvel Universe for quite a while, I would say. Um, I think he originally appeared in, like, a Captain America comic, probably in, like, the late 80s, early 90s. Um, and he's kind of bopped around here and there. He wasn't really that bad of a villain. Like, uh, he was kind of just, like, a weirdo for the most part. <laughs> um, more so than an actual, like, you know, super evil dude. He was kind of, I guess, I guess the story behind him was uh, he hadn't really ever revealed his real identity much, but I guess he was just kind of like a guy who was going to some kind of church picnic or something with his family. They got in some kind of a car accident and, you know, crashed into a chemical truck type thing. Uh, his whole family died, and he kind of, you know, got bathed in these chemicals and became the superhero or, you know, got powers. Uh, he kind of lived through it. Basically, his powers allowed him the ability to heal up from anything pretty much instantaneously. Uh, and it also gave him a power to, like, um, kind of, like, influence people a little bit, kind of make them go crazy. Huh. Like, if he kind of stared at him long enough. <laughs> yeah, kind of. And he he made himself this costume that was, like, yellow and purple and just really weird. It's got, like, this big purple, like, fedora hat and stuff like that. And it's kind of goofy looking when you see it. And he was kind of a very goofy character, like, because he – obviously he couldn't die or anything like that. He just kind of heals instantaneously. So he just kind of lost his mind <laughs> and kind of went completely nuts. Um, and so he was kind of, you know, he would always have these – these bouts basically where he, him being crazy would just get him into trouble with other heroes. And then eventually where he came into Deadpool's orbit was like later on, for some reason there was some kind of a thing that involved Deadpool and Thor. And um, they, I think Thor basically, uh, oh, this was kind of revealed later on. Like first off there was a Deadpool comic where like all of a sudden he had this, he would have, like, uh, his, you know, his talking boxes. Then there would be, like, his thought boxes. But then there would also, uh, also be these, like, white talking boxes, like, in his head. So there's, like, this other voice in his head. And you're like, okay, what's up with this? Like, Deadpool's just hearing voices now. And they did this for a long time. And you're like, all right, I, I don't know where, what this is. But <laughs> whatever. I guess it makes sense that Deadpool could hear voices. Sure. So eventually they kind of revealed that at some point, you know, Deadpool and Madcap and Thor were all involved in some kind of a battle. 
And Thor had like disintegrated both Deadpool and Madcap with his lightning bolts. And basically they were both combined in like a pile of ashes. <laughs> and when they healed oh. up, it kind of all healed up into Deadpool instead of, you know, healing them into two separate people. So that voice in his head was actually Madcap, who was kind of trapped inside of Deadpool, essentially. And Deadpool was just being a dick to him, like, the entire time, just always, like, shitting out whatever he had to say and, like, being a complete asshole to him. <laughs> because, of course, he is. <laughs> yeah. So when they finally got separated, um, like, apparently this drove Madcap even crazier <laughs> than he already was. And, like, all this exposure to Deadpool's fucked up brain, like, fucked him up even more. Uh, and so eventually, like, Madcap kind of returned for revenge on Deadpool <laughs> and kind of made Deadpool's life a living hell for a long time. So it was kind of cool just the way they did that, just the way that, like, just the exposure to Deadpool drove this guy completely fucking nuts. <laughs> That's very cool, actually. And he looks super cool. What was the guy's, uh, what was the first guy's name you said? Uh, T-Ray. T-R-A-Y. I just tried to type in <laughs> T-Ray without the hyphen, and I just got a bunch of pictures of Trey's. <laughs> <laughs> that oh, would make sense. <laughs> yeah. He's got like a big ass sword too, which makes him look cool. Yeah. He's pretty cool looking. Not exactly what yeah, I was Yeah, I like that guy. <laughs> All right, cool. All right, well, let's move on to my number eight. Uh, eight, number eight. He. He probably moved on to my installment just because of the Deadpool movie. That's right, the Juggernaut. Uh, he's yeah. a big hulking dude. I needed a big hulking dude for this list, and I thought the Juggernaut was really cool. Uh, I didn't really like him in the X-Men movies because he didn't look like Juggernaut. He didn't look like an <laughs> asshole. Um, <laughs> even though I do like the actor who plays him, it was just that that wasn't the Juggernaut to me or America, so... Um, I do like what they did in the Deadpool movie. He looked really, really cool in there. Um, yeah. But yeah, uh, Juggernaut. I don't really know what else much to say. I know he wears a helmet to protect himself from Magneto, or uh, from Professor X's shenanigans. Um, yep. So there's that. Um, and that's that's about that's about all you need to know. <laughs> big dude. Oh, well, we might be hearing about him again later on. We'll get more of him. A, a better synopsis <laughs> soon enough. <laughs> very nice, very nice. Yeah, it's a juggernaut, bitch. <laughs> yep. That right there alone puts him on the list. <laughs> Just for that phrase. <laughs> That's true. That became America's meme. <laughs> that video is one of the greatest things ever. <laughs> Charles. <laughs> <laughs> oh god so good alright um my number 8 is a lady by the hey, name of Typhoid Mary see I mean we're we're dancing on obscurity you understand right? <laughs> yeah that's obscured. fine I don't even care <laughs> she was mainly like a daredevil villain um she had a good run in Deadpool as well. Uh, I think she also has crossed paths with Wolverine a little bit here and there. 
Um, she's a really cool character. Um, like I said, mostly a Daredevil villain. That's where she like first appeared. Uh, kind of hired by the Kingpin to take down Daredevil. Um, she's kind of she's like schizophrenic. So she's got like three different personalities inside of her head. She's got like the regular just Mary, who's just like kind of a powerless, meek kind of nervous, you know, normal lady, um, who's very kind-hearted and that kind of thing. Uh, and then she's got Typhoid Mary, who has uh, Herb and the other one also have, both have powers, um, and they're both kind of just crazy. Like Typhoid Mary is kind of like really horny and like <laughs> always trying to fuck everybody and that kind of oh thing. Um, and then there's Bloody Mary, who's like the most you know insane of them all, and she's just kind of like ultra violent and like hates all men and shit like that <laughs> wants to murder them all <laughs> oh and uh basically she's got like limited kind of telekinesis where she can kind of move objects with her mind a little bit and she's get, definitely got like pyrokinesis which kind of gives her the ability to just you know set things on fire just by looking at them which is pretty badass um and so basically yeah she's kind of crazy like she, and so she set out to like uh, ruin Daredevil's life by like Mary kind of like found her way into Matt Murdock's life and kind of seduced him and made him cheat on his girlfriend and like typhoid Mary kind of, you know, confronted him as Daredevil. And I think they kind of, you know, got together too. <laughs> so oh. she was kind of like, you know, fucking with, with Daredevil's life all over the place. And then when he eventually found out the truth, like it totally like, you know, fucked him up even more. And uh, so, yeah, she's basically just kind of nuts which is cool. And she's got like a really cool look where like half of her face is painted white and shit like that. Um, it's a really interesting look. And eventually she ran across uh Deadpool and you know, that early Deadpool run that I really like. And she kind of like, he was trying to be a little bit better and, you know, be a little bit more of a hero. And she just kind of dragged him back down into the muck um, and kind of fucked it with his head a little bit more. Um, but the cool thing is they did eventually kind of tie her into like Daredevil's early days because there was like a story where uh, Frank Miller did this limited series. It was kind of like the, you know, the early days of Daredevil. And during that story, he there's a part where he's like trying to get info from some crooks or whatever um, on the guys who killed his, his father. And he like he goes to this like whorehouse or whatever where this guy is and he's beaten you know, beating him up, trying to get information. And, like, the hookers start attacking him. <laughs> and, like, he kind of, like, tries to throw him off, and he ends up throwing one of the girls through a window. And he, like, basically thinks that he killed her. But it turns out later on that apparently that girl that flew out the window was Typhoid Mary. Oh. It's like, oh, I like how they did this. <laughs> like, she lived through it and just kind of, you know, ended up going nuts. <laughs> Interesting. I've heard of Typhoid Mary. Uh, mainly because of the old board gaming community. She's in, oh, she is in Legendary. That's the name of the game. Uh, it's called Marvel <sighs> Legendary. It's a deck-building game. Um, and from what I understand, they've done everybody so many times that they started going into the weird, obscure people. And I remember seeing Ted <laughs> Boyd's Mary in this weird, obscure uh, catalog. So that's pretty cool. <laughs> I, need to, I need to play that game. I feel like if I go down the rabbit hole, though, I'm just going to have to buy them all then. <laughs> That's going to be $11 billion. It would be about $11 billion around that. 
Grounding but, uh, down. <laughs> oh, <laughs> okay. Sorry. There we go. Number seven. This one made the list. This is how, this is where I'm struggling to find people. <laughs> I put Grandmaster on the list mostly just because of Jeff nice. Goldblum's performance. I know nothing about Grandmaster at all except for what's in the movie Thor Ragnarok, I, which I didn't even realize I put in two people from Thor Ragnarok. But I really liked that planet. I liked the whole, uh, you know, battle thing that he, you know, he does and whatnot. And that was a lot of fun to watch. And I really like Jeff Goldblum. I wish I could just put Jeff yeah. Goldblum on this list. And then he it would have made me feel slightly better. But I do like that he calls the Thor Sparkles. That's <laughs> that was pretty great. <laughs> All of his scenes are just so awesome. <laughs> like the part where he's like he's like talking and he like gets distracted and just kind of like <laughs> like mid sentence yeah. he just kind of starts thinking of something else. It's like oh they did this so well. It's just so Jeff Goldblum. It is totally Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> I took I saw a picture of. Uh what Grandmaster looks like in the comics. And he kind of looks like a magician. <laughs> he's got like a bunch of cards or something like that. I was confused, but... I don't yeah, know he's, he's always he, like playing games and stuff like that. He'll oh, basically like okay, always cool. challenge people to different contests and that kind of shit like that. See, now that just sounds awesome. <laughs> yeah. Chosen the right, so he definitely belongs on your the right list. Villain. <laughs> Yep. A guy who likes I don't games. Really like, yeah, I don't like to challenge people to games because I know I'm probably going to lose them. I just <laughs> have fun. I'm a big fan of having a good time. Uh, having a good <laughs> Aren't time. Aren't we all? Having a good time. That's happening You're again. a superstar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I am a superstar. All right, what's your number seven? <laughs> All right, my number seven. Uh, Daredevil villain again, but less obscure. Um, one of, you know, Daredevil's two arch nemeses, I would say. Um, we're talking about good old Bullseye. Oh, okay, yeah. I saw yeah. him on the list. I didn't understand why he would be on the list, but all right. <laughs> he's actually really cool. I mean, the movie didn't totally do him justice. He's he's got a cool looking costume, which I like. Um, it's pretty simple but effective. And he's just kind of a crazy motherfucker. He's just an assassin who just loves killing people, <laughs> and <laughs> you never know quite what he's gonna do. And he's just kind of there's something super badass about just a guy who doesn't really have much in the way of powers except he's so skilled at throwing things that he can take any item and fucking throw it at you and, and murder you <laughs> because that's kind of crazy it's like you're kind of just never safe because like there's always going to be something he can throw <laughs> even if it's just like a pebble there's going to be something lying around that he can throw and fucking you know I could just take you out and just murder you I mean that's pretty cool I get that and I, I like the bullseye in the movie for that. But it's kind of weird that he makes your list. But I guarantee you Hawkeye's not going to make your superhero list. Or he's got a great shot. 
<laughs> if he's got a bow and arrow, he can shoot pretty well. If you give him enough time to load a bow and arrow, pull back, <laughs> he can get yeah. one good shot off <laughs> and then have to go through the whole process over again. <laughs> but it's got so many cool arrows. Like it's easier to throw things. I hate Hawkeye, actually. I don't really like him. I like Jeremy <laughs> Renner, but I don't like Hawkeye. I like Alan Tudor. He's one of the... Oh, yeah. He's one of the few characters where it's like, I like the comic book version better than the movie. Like, for the most part, the MCU really makes all the characters kind of better in a way because it gives you, like, this human face to put to it, and you can actually, like, feel their emotions more by seeing them on screen, more so than you get on, like, the page. But Hawkeye, I'd say I definitely like him better in the comics than I do in the movie. That's for sure. That's interesting. I don't know. I think that that's that's the difference between you and I because I don't read any comics. So like you're you're gonna be able to give much larger backstories where I'm outside looking in. I only know of the weird outside movies or games. So this is a, definitely a different perspective, and I I like that. That's cool. Yeah. All right. What is your number five? Uh, oh, all right. Oh, keep talking. Yeah, bullseye. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> I have to get back to my computer because I had to do some laundry. <laughs> yeah, bullseye seems to, he's always kind of been hired by the kingpin to kill Daredevil. And uh, so they run into each other a lot. <laughs> and it got really personal eventually. And at one point, like, you know, bullseye kills Elektra, who is, you know, the one of the big loves of Daredevil's right, okay. life. And then uh, he, like, Daredevil goes after him and doesn't kill him, but, like, drops him off a building so that he, like, breaks his spine and he's crippled. <laughs> but eventually they brought him back with a new adamantium spine. <laughs> oh, because it's comics. <laughs> yeah, makes sense. <laughs> and then he also oh, went on right. to kill Karen Page as well, Daredevil's other main girlfriend. So he's just killing off Daredevil's girlfriends left and right. <laughs> Weird. But, okay. I don't understand why Bullseye has to have a picture of a bullseye on his forehead, though. Yeah. That is kind of strange. I mean, if it was just like, if it was just a solid blue cowl, I like the bullseyes around his neck and his arms and stuff like that, but I'm, I don't understand why he's got one on his forehead. It's just kind of weird, <laughs> I suppose. Well... Is Bull- it's all about is Bull- branding. Is the, uh, the show at all? Not yet. I figure they got to be getting to him at some point. I'm hoping both him and Typhoid Mary make the show eventually. Huh. Yeah, hopefully. All right. Well, without further ado, number six is Sandman. I like Sandman. I like the elements. <laughs> I'm a big fan of like elemental stuffs and whatnot, and uh, mm. you'll see that a lot of that on my on all of my lists. Um, but I really like Sandman just because he's able to control. So you know, I mean, just obviously he's a big big old pile of sand, but he can control it and manipulate, it and it's just so cool. Um, just to be able to do that, you're almost like Avatar the Airbender. I'd probably actually like that <laughs> show a lot, but I just I, I'm not a big fan of anime. 
unless it's Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah. <laughs> but um, <laughs> that's the nerdiest thing I'll say on this podcast. But uh, I I really like the uh, Sandman. I like his whole concept. I love his shirt. I also wear stripy shirts, so I can't even <laughs> deny him. I can't deny him that. Uh, <laughs> it's true. So yeah, no, I like Sandman. I like. I, I thought it was really uh, cool. Oh, I like that the first time Spider-Man fought him, he beat him by, like, vacuuming him up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I like that part. That's pretty messed up. That'd be mostly dust, man. But, it was the 60s. You had to make do. <laughs> plus, they had to promote vacuum cleaners back then. Um but yeah, totally like Sandman. He's super cool. I liked him even in the movie. He was like the only good part of that third movie. Um, I thought I can't remember the guy's name who played him, but I thought he did a pretty good job as Sandman. Just kind of like yeah, you felt where he was Thomas coming from. And Hayden Church, I think. I think so. That sounds right. Um, but yeah, yeah, Sandman, super cool guy. Super cool guy. Yeah, <laughs> he is pretty cool. I remember one time he, uh, like him and I think Hydro Man were taking on Spider Man together, and they ended up getting like mixed together, <laughs> just create some like giant mud creature. <laughs> oh, I didn't even know there was a Hydro Man. He probably would have made the list, except for I would know <laughs> yeah. nothing about him. So he's pretty cool. He was on the '90s cartoon show a lot. He had like this crazy mullet. <laughs> so oh. you know he's cool. Yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> All right. All right. So my number six uh, is kind of a combo of two characters that are just really cool to get, you know, to see together or apart, but they definitely go hand in hand in a way because they're Venom and Carnage. Wow. This low on your list? Yeah, I mean, I got some other good ones on there, but oh. obviously, I, I just like the looks of these characters more so than anything. <laughs> That's the best part of them. Um, they are, for the oh. most part, really good characters, too, though. Um, Venom, obviously, he could have been on the hero list, because honestly, he's probably spent more time as a hero than a villain. Uh, it's hard to say at this point, especially, I mean, depending on which version you're talking about, because in the last, like, you know... 10, 15 years, they've really fucking done crazy shit with Venom. And, like, he... Like, Eddie Brock got cancer, and they fucking... So the symbiote left him and went... Like, got auctioned off. And I think, like, Matt Gargan, who's the Scorpion, ended up getting, you know, the symbiote, and he became the new Venom and shit like that. And he was just, like, completely bad, whereas, you know, Eddie Brock was at least... He, like, protected the innocent and that kind of thing, but Scorpion was just, like... Scorpion Venom was just kind of fucking nuts. <laughs> And then Flash Thompson, who got his legs blown off in the war, got the Venom symbiote and became Asian Venom, and he was just, you know, a total good guy, and was, like, going on <laughs> stuff and adventures in space with the Guardians of the Galaxy and that kind of shit. But finally, in the last, like, year, two years, um, the Venom symbiote is back with Eddie Brock, and he's back to being the old classic Venom, which I'm glad about because he's the best one. <laughs> in my opinion, he just looks oh. the coolest. It's they try to mess with his look whenever he goes to somebody else, and it's never worked out quite as nice. 
So I'm glad they got the old classic Venom back because he's pretty great. But again, he's kind of more of a hero than a villain for the most part. He just kind of hates Spider-Man. <laughs> and even they've kind of, you know, ironed out their uh, their beef a little bit. And then Carnage, yeah. you got his, you know, his his offspring is, you know, Carnage, who kind of bonded with the the guy who Eddie Brock was in a cell with in prison, uh, who unfortunately was Cletus Cassidy, who even before getting the symbiote was just a fucking psychopath serial killer. <laughs> so the second he got, you know, <laughs> teamed up with a symbiote, it was bad news for everybody. And I think honestly, Carnage looks kind of cooler than Venom, even. There's something just really crazy oh, yeah, about definitely. the way he looks. Oh, I yeah, and I like the way he okay. makes all these like crazy like fucking shapes with his symbiote, like axes and all that shit. I and know. Like, God damn. So cool. This guy is a murdering machine. <laughs> he is. I had to look up stuff for him. Well, we'll talk about him later. All right. Oh. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, five, number I five. Guess. Number five. <laughs> Number five. I just uh, I just said it a second ago. Uh, I really like the elements, and this one kind of uses elements. And his name is Electro. I think Electro is mm. cool. Not in the movie. Not the movie. One. Yeah. God, definitely no, not. Not the movie one. <laughs> um, no, I think he's really super cool. Um, I thought I like the idea of uh, Electro being able to control electricity. I remember watching a weird. Uh, I think it was an episode of the old, not the 90s one, but like an older version of Electro. And he kind of just whoops Spider-Man's ass a little bit. So I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I like him. He's pretty cool. Cool yeah. indeed. Definitely cool. I like his costume in the comics with that mask. <laughs> I know, me too. <laughs> that Very mask awesome mask. Too much, but just enough. If that makes sense. <laughs> Too much enough. <laughs> He's got the lightning bolts on his little green unitard. It's like, man, this is a crazy costume, but I love it. Yeah, I, I love that costume. It just looks cool. <laughs> <laughs> and you know how he got his powers in the comics? I do not. I believe he was like a like a lineman doing some work up on some electric, you know, power lines, and he was struck by by lightning while doing it. <laughs> wow, hey. wow! That makes sense to me. <laughs> That's just science. <laughs> it's just science. Um, yeah, no, Electro, he's pretty cool. I, I like the way he looks, and I, I like his powers. So, you know, obviously, because I yeah. like electric stuff. Oh, hell yeah. Yep, that's that's a good choice. Good, good choice. All right. Well, my number five, uh, we've talked about him a little bit, and, and the fact that he's always sending people to kill Daredevil. The good old Kingpin. Ah. Wilson Fisk. I love the Kingpin. He's he's just a good schemer. Um, uh, he's just kind of always one step ahead. Like he's not really like uh, they basically say that all that it's not really fat. That he's not that fat. It's all just muscle <laughs> somehow. So I guess he is really strong. But let's face it, most of the heroes could take him out. It's just the fact that he's just so smart and you know. 
make sure that there's never any evidence of him doing anything so that they can't go after him <laughs> and they can't put him away. That's the kind of thing that's that's cool about him. Um, I really, really like the version of the Kingpin they did on the Daredevil um, TV series. That version has been awesome. Vincent D'Onofrio is one of the most compelling parts of that show, <laughs> which is fucking nuts. Oh. He's like, he's really good. Like he's kind of just psycho and will fly off the handle and just beat people to death. But he's also like, there's this whole like love story going on with him. The first season where he met this woman at this art gallery and just kind of fell in love with her and was trying to romance her and stuff like, and it, it was, it was honestly really compelling. And you're just like, Oh God, I wish I hope things work out for this guy. <laughs> and he's the villain, so it's like he probably shouldn't be rooting for him, but I think everybody kind of was. They're just like, oh, <laughs> I kind of hope things work out for this guy. Yeah, it's it's definitely one of the best of the Marvel shows. It's uh, it's damn solid. Way better than that Iron Fist. <laughs> Which I expect to see on your superhero list. <laughs> Don't give away my number one. <laughs> All right, what is your number four? Number four, uh, I believe. Oh, well, close. My number four also deals with the element pyro. I just love mm. the movie. I don't know really anything else besides the movie. I like that. In the movie, though, um, he wasn't able to create it, but just to manipulate it. And for, for me, mm-hmm. that's just a pretty cool thing true. because they didn't give him too much power. I don't know if that's how he is in the comics, <laughs> but I really love that fact because he just can't just yeah. shoot fire out of his hands unless he has the Zippo or later on where he gets the little uh, <laughs> the whatever the hell, the things on his arms. But um, I liked that. I liked that he wasn't too powerful, and I liked that he was able to create fire uh, or uh, manipulate fire just by kind of like using his, you know, his one and only power that he has, which is really cool. And it can be like crazy cool. You know, just throwing giant yeah. fireballs everywhere. So cool. He can uh, he can make it into shapes and shit too. He can just make like a giant bird out, out of the flames and stick it on people. <laughs> oh, that's so cool. See, this is why Pyro's pretty B.A. Yeah. Pretty B.A. That is pretty cool. Which is they killed him off Which a couple years ago. He kind of, he kind of became somewhat good and died of the legacy virus. But they got a new pyro now, who I think just has plain old fire powers. I was like, ah, they kind of took away that cool aspect. <laughs> and he's uh, not Australian. Oh, can you really hear <laughs> the Australian accent when you're reading a comic, though? Um, sometimes because they'll throw in like weird sometimes they'll do good with accents where it's like oh (laughs) you can definitely tell they're doing this in an accent like Nightcrawler will do that a lot where they'll put in you know weird letters and you're like oh this is yeah (laughs) he's got a German accent Hmm. a rogue for sure they really throw in the the southernness on that yeah I can see it's maybe that probably a lot of (laughs) y'all Yeah, a lot of A-H's instead of uh, I. <laughs> I reckon. Oh. <laughs> I reckon. I reckon. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, shit like right. that. 
Yeah, well, that's a good that's choice. Number four, pyro. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Pyro will turn you to toast. He was so great in that X Men arcade game. <laughs> oh. Loved him. And you're on All the right. bottom. Uh, I'm the top. <laughs> Universe again. Yeah. Someday we'll do that list, and he'll be at the top. <laughs> Just like his name. Oh, man, that would be so All great right. to do a, uh, the rogues gallery list. Didn't we do this before, or did, did we not? We for, did a uh, casting for that. Yeah. Oh, casting. Well, no, we did casting yeah, for, for like, the Flash I think all of these. Oh, maybe it was that. Yeah, we did one for right. uh, for the Flash stuff. Yeah, you're right. I don't remember. We've done a lot of episodes, even though it feels like we've done nothing in our <laughs> lives. <laughs> I know. Where did the time go? Yeah, just mashing it all the time. All right, what's your number, number next? Uh, my number next being four. That's Spanish for four. Um, is the Taskmaster. Good old Taskmaster. Um, I don't know why I like this character so much, but I do. Uh, I think he's great. He's got kind of two totally different looks, I would say, both of which are fucking badass. (laughs) And they both kind of always involve, like, a skull mask. It's kind of like the classic one where he's got, like, just kind of a very skull-looking skull mask and then he's got like a hood and a cape and these like you know big ass boots and shit like that and he carries around like a Captain America shield um, and a sword and all kind of other weapons kind of loaded on his back and that kind of shit Um, there's also his like this more anime version they've had in recent years he kind of goes back and forth between that and like the old version uh, depending on which uh, you know what they want to do with him I guess but the newish costume is kind of like more gray. Uh, it's got this kind of very stylized looking skull thing where it's more like, like metal almost. Um, it's got kind of like a gray hood and that kind of thing. Both looks honestly are really cool. Um, and he's kind of like, he, he's a bit of a mercenary too, where like he'll take missions to, you know, to kill people, that kind of thing. Uh, but also he sometimes does his own like training school for mercenaries. Because he's basically like really skilled at teaching. I'll tell you once I get to his moves, like you can kind of see why it makes sense for him to be training other, you know, mercenaries and that kind of thing. But he, so he does a lot of that, which is kind of interesting. Um, basically, his powers are that he's got this—I forget what it's called. It's kind of like a photographic memory, but even more so, where like he'll see someone do something once. And he can automatically just kind of copy it and do it. So if he watches you fight, he can basically pick up all of your moves and use them against you and know how to like counter them and that kind of shit. So he's got like the Captain America shield because like he you know he watched Captain America and now he's a fucking expert at fucking throwing the shield and shit like that. He's got like a bow and arrow because he watched fucking Hawkeye once and now he can fucking shoot as good as him, which is just kind of cool the way they do that. And uh, in recent Wait, years they kind of did some stories. <laughs> Hold on what? a second. Hold on a second. Sorry. So I have to say, <laughs> you're telling me that the reason they call him Taskmaster is because he masters watching people do tasks? 
<laughs> yep. That's pretty great. That's pretty great. Right <laughs> He's the master of tasks. I know. It's so good. <laughs> they thought that one out. <laughs> Very strange, and I love it. Go on. It's such a cool, interesting ability, and it's it's not even just like for fighting. It just makes him an interesting character because like it's like oh he can he's an expert at playing the fucking piano because he watched someone do it once. Like he can do so many cool different things. Um, and they've done some weird things in the in the re- like last couple of years where like oh like he was learning so many things that like it pushed other stuff out of his brain like actual memories and stuff like that. It's like oh that that sucks. <laughs> but he's been a, he's been a villain a lot, uh, but he also can kind of be somewhat heroic at times. Um, and honestly, like they've ha- done some interesting stuff with him and Deadpool, where like the first time they fought, it was like they were definitely you know against each other. Like uh, Taskmaster had kind of taken Weasel and was trying to make him his weapons guy, <laughs> so Deadpool had to come you know try to get him back. Um, and it was so cool because, like, Deadpool was able to beat Taskmaster by, like, well, first Taskmaster was kicking the shit out of him because he watched Deadpool fight, and so he's like, oh, I know all your moves. But then Deadpool, you know, just being Deadpool just kind of beat him by being so random and stupid that <laughs> Taskmaster couldn't follow along. Or he's just kind of fighting without even thinking. He's just doing random shit. And, like, from there, oh, okay. like, they ran into each other a couple more times. And, like, they've kind of become friends in certain times, but then sometimes they're trying to kill each other. But it's kind of an interesting dynamic they have between the two of them. Hmm. Definitely interesting. I do like his concept. It's very cool. So. Yeah. Hmm. It's an interesting power set. Indeed. All right. I mean, it looks cool as hell. I know he's in one of the Marvel vs. Capcom games. Not yeah, second, three, not I think. the best one. <laughs> no. Sadly, no. I'll have, to, uh, I'll have to play the game now since now I've got a little bit more knowledge on it. But until then, yeah. we will play with my next one. <laughs> Soldier on. We'll tap uh, Mr. Three, on. My last I think so. Yeah, my last, like, elemental-ish one. <laughs> I didn't really realize I did this until I was doing this list right now. But, here we go. Uh, Magneto is able to manipulate mm-hmm. metal, and that's super cool. I mean, almost everything nowadays is made of metal, and he can just control it and just flicking his fingers around just do whatever he wants to do with that metal. <laughs> he can finger that metal good. Really good. Like, probably better than... <laughs> well, probably not better than me, but, man, really cool. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I do like uh, Magneto. He's definitely a cool villain. Um, he's able to fly yeah. because, obviously, he he, he kind of just bink a box around by using the metal uh, <laughs> that's around him. But... Just and he can, like, basically, villain. I think the main reason he flies is, like, he can manipulate the elect- anything on the electromagnetic spectrum, including, like, the force of gravity. Oh. Yeah, so he can just, like, that. that's what allows him to kind of, you know, float and shit. And, like, I know, like, uh, both him and his daughter, Polaris, have, like, kind of thrown shit into space, basically, by just fucking with gravity. <laughs> 
I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. It's just pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I also like that he's trying to make this giant supervillain army or super mutant army, which is pretty cool. Um, and a lot of his cool villains that he, like, hires is pretty sweet. Uh, yeah. Like Toad. <laughs> he's the best. <laughs> That's the one you gotta look out for. The guy who jumps yep. around. You never expect it. <laughs> and there he is. Always jumping. Alright, that's my number trace, which is German <laughs> for three. <laughs> well played. <laughs> Alright, my number three is, as we discussed previously, the Juggernaut, bitch. I Yay! love me the Juggernaut. <laughs> he is such a cool character. He looks really cool. I love the helmet and just the fact that he's so huge. Um, I agree. They did a, a really good job with him in Deadpool 2. I wish they would have made the helmet red, but what can you do? <laughs> That's the one thing it was missing, but... Other than that, it was pretty great. Especially when he's just like, I'm going to rip you in half. <laughs> and just rips Deadpool apart. I'm like, oh my god, that was amazing. <laughs> yeah, I love that. I mean, that was definitely cool because, I mean, <laughs> he's, just, he's just brute strength, man. Totally yeah. brute strength. <laughs> he's just kind of an asshole for the most part. But he is one of these villains where in the comics he is kind of conflicted. And sometimes, like... He was on the X-Men, actually, for a little bit, which was crazy. Like, he did kind of reform and that kind of thing, but it's more like, well, he, he's got some parts of him that aren't so bad, but the gem that gave him his powers kind of like is inhabited by a demon called Sidorak, and the demon wants him to do bad shit, so sometimes he can't quite help it. <laughs> but basically, he's just a fucking badass who just barrels through anything, and it's really hard to, like, stop him. Like, once he starts moving, he's just kind of like, there's really no stopping him. <laughs> Even go. for guys like, you know, Colossus and that kind of thing. He kind of seems like the one guy out there who's kind of can give the Hulk a run for his money in just pure strength department. Yeah. I mean, I want to see him against the Hulk. The only time I ever see that oh, is when it's be great. in, like, the games. Or yeah. Or plays the Juggernaut and I play the Hulk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, I mean, it's happened in the comics before, but I don't know if we'll ever get it on the big screen. I hope so. If this Fox thing goes through, maybe we will. Hmm. Ah, a boy can hope. A boy can hope. <laughs> All right. I guess I'll go on to my number two, which is probably somewhere really high up on your list. Uh, mm. definitely, I, the only thing I know from Thanos, the movie. I would just yeah. call Thanos the movie, because <laughs> it's a really good movie. <laughs> um, that would be pretty great. Yeah, I really like Thanos a lot. Uh, I mean, I think America likes Thanos. Honestly, there's nothing much more I could say about how badass he is with that Speed Infinity Gauntlet. <laughs> um, oh, but I, I do love his motivations in the movie. Uh, it just makes sense, and if I was probably insane, it would, I'd be like, yeah, I'm on board. 
all right. I mean, I've had a good life. If <laughs> that makes sense. I disappear, which I know I will. I'd be like, that makes sense. <laughs> Let's let, try to have the human race live on as uh, as long as it can. I'm obviously a waste of space. Take me away, Mister <laughs> Snappy Fingers. So, um, <laughs> Taco Bell might go out of business if I'm not here, but you know, sacrifices have to be made. Yeah. Honestly, everybody at Taco Bell is going, and you know that. So <laughs> they brought this on themselves. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I really do like Thanos in the movie. It's just, it's just so badass. So I can definitely uh, yeah. watch that movie again. It was on Facebook the other day, actually. Did you see that? Like somebody like the whole movie. Yeah, somebody bootlegged it and then just, like, posted it on Facebook. And then, like, everybody, like, that, well, a lot of my friends started, like, reposting it. So it just got even further and out of control. But it was pretty funny. I was like, wow, I'm literally just sitting here watching Infinity Wars off my computer off of Facebook. Or uh, off of Facebook. But it's Facebook because it's kind of like Thanos, you know. So it was off of Facebook. <laughs> Damn, that's crazy. Yeah, he was he was amazing in that movie. Josh Brolin really knocked it out of the park. He brought so much to that character. For like a character that's all CGI the whole time, it's like, fuck, they did this well. <laughs> yeah, no, that was it really makes you good. think like it looked really cool. This is so much better than Steppenwolf. <laughs> so much better. <laughs> Hold on, on every level. Steppenwolf is one of the greatest villains of all. I'm just kidding, dude. (laughs) I have nothing left to say now. Good times. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Um, Well, my number two is the Green Goblin. Yeah, I was thinking of the Goblin on my list. Oh, Hobgoblin's cool, too. I love his costume. I mean, it's so derivative of the Green Goblin, but I don't even care, because, fucking, it looks awesome. <laughs> I don't yeah, think both I of their costumes are really cool looking. Uh, I like them both a lot. Um, there's been a billion different Green Goblins um, at this point, it feels like, and a couple of different Hobgoblins, too, for the most part. So there's always some kind of goblin, it seems like, going on in Spider-Man's life. But obviously Norman Osborn is the, the original and the coolest uh, and just the most badass of them all. He's definitely Spider-Man's arch nemesis, I would say. Um, I know some people might try to argue for Doc Ock, but nope. <laughs> to me it's like no contest it's all fucking Green Goblin um, he's fucked with Spider-Man's life so much <laughs> on so many levels that it's not even close um, like I said he looks really cool he's got a cool mix of abilities in that he's kind of he's got super strength and that kind of thing but that super strength also based on the, the formula that gave him that also drove him insane which is you know a deadly combo plus he's got all his his uh like gadgets and shit like that. Like he's got the goblin glider and he's got his pumpkin bombs and these like razor bats and shit like that. <laughs> Seems like he's just always got new little tricks. Oh, and like little gl- his gloves shoot these like little sparkle beams. Sparkle, sparkle. Spider Man's weakness. <laughs> 
<laughs> he hates shininess. <laughs> Spider-Man hates a good time. It's true. <laughs> but yeah, obviously he killed uh, Gwen Stacy. He then seemingly died and disappeared and was you know gone for a long time. But apparently he actually came back and was in hiding that whole time and kind of masterminded the whole clone saga. Um, he basically fucked with and probably, I guess, killed Spider-Man's daughter that Mary Jane kind of was having a baby. It seems like he kind of basically was, you know, the one responsible for that. Um, not working out so well. Um, and then now, just recently, they're doing a big storyline where he kind of, a while back, Spider-Man, you know, injected him some, like, little nanobites that were, you know, purging the goblin serum from his system so he didn't have his abilities anymore and he couldn't get him back. But he found a way around this by purchasing the, or by stealing, actually, I guess, the Carnage symbiote. So now he is basically the new Carnage and also the you know the goblin he's created this carnage goblin <laughs> hybrid thing and it's just fucking nuts <laughs> oh my god that's so it's like even more yeah it's like so much more badass than ever before i have to look what that looks like yeah it looks pretty uh pretty fucking crazy goblin <laughs> goblin carnage of love, say what? Wow, it's about what I expected it to look like. <laughs> yeah. It looks like... It's like, well, Green Goblin, but red and carnage <laughs> <laughs> Yep. Very neat. Yep, it's exactly cool. what you would think. <laughs> but I like it. I like the little glider. That's like, the great. glider's all fucking freaked out. Freak out! <laughs> oh, and the pumpkin bombs are kind of like, I guess they're infused with Carnage symbiote as well, so like they're kind of like alive, and they can like bite onto you and shit. Oh, weird. That's yeah, so cool, it's fucking crazy. It's, uh, it's pretty cool. I think this week, the, uh, the big, you know, final confrontation is supposed to be happening in Amazing Spider-Man, whatever number it is, 800, I think. Oh, Although I can't imagine it'll ever actually be final. <laughs> no, because it's comics. Huh. Well, my my number one, I guess that's what we're on. I'm not even sure anymore. Yep. All right. <laughs> well, hold on. I'm typing something out. Do, 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 typing do, my do. will. I don't know. I don't know if he falls under the same category, uh, but I like his costume a lot. But we'll just say uh, Carnage and Venom, and then I don't know if anti-Venom or anti, yeah, whatever, but his costume just looks cool, so I'm starting him in here as well. But uh, uh, I really like Carnage for pretty much all the same reasons. I mean, he would have been my number one, but, I mean, they're really close to each other. Venom is kind of like an anti-hero kind of thing. But uh, Carnage, yeah. I, I think, is just just straight insanity. I was reading something about him yesterday, and he, uh, when he showed up in the comics, he killed hundreds of people. I was like, damn, <laughs> it doesn't sound like Spider-Man's doing his job. <laughs> he, needs to get a new, he needs to get a new line of work. 
because he's already way behind the ball on this one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, it's hard to stop something like that, I guess. <laughs> oh, you know, there's so many venom. lighters. <laughs> yeah. They have to team up. But, yeah, I mean, he's pretty sweet. Pretty badass. Yeah. And then they'll like to say the word somebody out. <laughs> no. <laughs> Only at breakfast time. Might as well just just might as well get on this train right now, Kev. You 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 spent your whole <laughs> life thinking that the word that spells symbiote and it looks like symbiote, but is now just turned into symbiotes. That's pretty great. Yeah. Somebody's changed changed your whole line of thinking. I don't know why they did that. I don't think it was pronounced that way in like the uh, cartoon show or anything like that. That's uh, you know what I'm really worried about even more so with that movie is that they're gonna try to make that fucking scientist guy be Carnage or something like that because that has nothing to do with fucking Carnage. <laughs> but I could totally see that trying to be the plot of the movie where it's like, oh, this guy becomes Venom, but then the scientist had you know he's kept part of it and he made himself a suit and now he's Carnage, even though that guy's like a scientist and Carnage is just like a fucking hillbilly fucking who likes murdering people. <laughs> well, that's what I'm worried about. Yeah, is it like Carnage? You might not even go see that, that movie. I might just pretend it doesn't exist. <laughs> just like almost all the other Marvel movies, like all the X Men and the Spider Men. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> it's the only way to be sure. <laughs> Be sure about what I'm confused again. <laughs> confused about symbiotes. All right. Well, <laughs> what's your number one? All right. My number one is Thanos. Yeah, oh, I, I love him. Coming. <laughs> He's so cool. <laughs> and this probably wouldn't have been so a couple of years ago, but. Over the last, like, year and a half, I was really diving deep into the, some Thanos comics. And, God, he's so good. <laughs> I mean, the movie version was great, but the comic version is also great in, like, a totally different way. Like, he was just born kind of a freak on, uh, you know, this, the moon of Saturn. And, like, he just kind of went nuts from an early age and, like, murdered his own mother and shit like that. Uh, like brutally and then like just kind of fell in love with the concept of death and you know basically the woman who is death this purple skeleton or the skeleton and like a purple robe and he kind of fell in love with her and has been doing you know murdering people all throughout the galaxy trying to please her and he's just a very interesting character and in that he's always trying to do this stuff to please her but she never seems that into him but he just keeps getting <laughs> strung along <laughs> he's like this dirty cuck who just keeps getting she's like no 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 you can't have the pussy yet <laughs> and she'll be like all making out with Deadpool and shit he's like oh man I fucking hate this guy <laughs> how come Thanos can't get any <laughs> and then like during Infinity Gauntlet like he finally you know he gets the Infinity Gauntlet and he's like alright Death wanted me to wipe out half the universe. I'm going to do it. I got this gauntlet. Here I go. And he, he wipes out half the universe. And he's like, all right, Death, don't you love me now? And she's just like, 
Uh, no. <laughs> like, before you were lower than me, but now with that the Infinity Gauntlet, like, now you're above me. You're, like, way more powerful than I am. <laughs> He's like, damn it. This whole plan didn't work. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> it's just funny the way that he keeps getting fucked over. And that's kind of, like, what makes him so interesting. Is like, he... It seems like he's attained, like, all-powerfulness several times. And yet he keeps getting defeated. And they kind of like to point out that, like, what ends up bringing him down is, his, like, his own inadequacy. <laughs> like, he, on some what? level, doesn't believe that he b- deserves this power. So he ends up kind of sabotaging himself somehow. <laughs> so it just makes for, like, really oh, interesting comments. <laughs> it's like, wow. This is a very interesting take on this space warlord guy. <laughs> That's hilarious. And he is kind of a conflicted character where he has actually kind of been a hero at certain times, or at least done heroic things and helped out the good guys because there was some bigger threat on the horizon. But for the most part, he's just pretty pretty bad. <laughs> but he's very interesting. He's got a good look oh, with that weird good. scrotum chin. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good old Thanos. He's the tops. Yeah. All right. Well, let's move into. Ooh. Oh man, we have forty-five minutes to go through the the heroes. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> I did not expect this to take that long. I'll just squeeze mine out. Me I have. Uh, I have one. Honorable mention. Uh, my my heart goes out to Squirrel Girl, but only the fat version. Thank you. Um, but my true number ten. I was going to say that's my number one. <laughs> uh, my true number ten is Blade. Uh, on my list, I put like a bunch of like oh. heroes that just kind of like fit so many really cool niches, and I think Blade just kind of sticks out. Um, it's not just your typical uh, superhero in the Marvel Universe. I don't even think most people even realize that Blade was even part of the Marvel Universe. Um, <laughs> but he's he's super cool. Um, obviously, he's got like almost all the good parts of being a vampire without going full blood. Uh, except for that part. Yeah. He has to drink blood. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, no, he's he's a super, super cool uh, super, superhero. Um, and yeah, yeah, Blade. And Wesley Snipes, my number my number ten there. Oh, I know. He almost made my list too, just for the Wesley Snipes of it all. <laughs> He's so badass. I know, it was perfect. All perfect right. Snipes. Well my number ten, this might be uh might be controversy, <laughs> but <laughs> I don't even care. Uh my number ten is Magneto. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> I don't think uh, so, but okay. <laughs> Obviously, he looks really cool because uh, his powers are fucking amazing. Um, like I said, he can manipulate gravity and metal, and he can even, like, you know, people have metal in their blood. You got iron in your blood, so you can fucking stop your blood flow and shit or just, like, move you around because you have metal in your blood, that kind of shit. So he can do all kind of crazy stuff. Um, he took, uh, you know, the metal out of Wolverine at one point, just sucked it right off his bones. Fucked him up real bad. But the reason he made this side of the list is, honestly, at this point, he's probably been a hero at least equal 
to the amount of times he's been a villain. Um, and I like him better as a hero. <laughs> That's my favorite version of Magneto, is when he does kind of turn things around and try to get on the right track, uh, which they've done several times, and it seems like it's kind of sticking this time. It's been probably a good 10 years or so that he's kind of been in, for the most part a good guy like he'll do some extreme stuff where it's like oh I don't know if he should do that but he's kind of been on the side of good for for a while now and they do some interesting stuff with him so I really I, I enjoy him as a hero hmm interesting never really seen him as a hero so that's definitely neat I suppose yeah, it's it's interesting. He's definitely one of those guys where he can kind of go either way, but it works out when he's when he's a hero because obviously him and Professor X are are friends and stuff. So there's definitely stuff where it's like, oh yeah, this makes sense. Huh. Very cool. And he's just he's just trying to get mutants, you know, on the right track and <laughs> he's not trying to be a bad guy per se. He just wants to look out for mutants and do what needs to get done to keep them you know, keep their species going. Yeah, interesting take, I suppose. I like it. All right. All right. Nine, number nine. All right, my number nine is on this list. Oh, Iceman. He's cool. Literally. I like, I like Iceman. Um, uh, I, I always like the way that he looked, how he could just make himself all look like ice. Uh, I like his ice beams. I like that he kind of just, like, surfs on ice. That's really cool. Um, yeah, I just really like Iceman. He's a pretty cool guy. I didn't really like him in the comics, but I remember seeing him, I think, in some shows or whatnot. So it's definitely cool to see him. Mm-hmm. And you love your elemental, guys. Uh, I do like my elementals. It's kind of a thing. <laughs> he is pretty, like, he's gotten really insanely powerful, like, in recent years, too. Where, like, oh. he can pretty much, he can make, like, uh, ice golems, essentially. <laughs> so you have, like, a whole army of ice golems, or... He can kind of turn his own body into ice so that if you, you know, deal him serious injury, he can just become ice and kind of, you can't kill him. So it's kind of like, oh, shit, this guy's a badass now. Oh, that's pretty cool. Pretty cool indeed. Yeah, no, Iceman just looks cool as hell, though, too. Man, he looks Yeah. And the <laughs> Dice Masters, his dice looks really cool. Oh, I need to get some of those. Yeah. Obviously, his best look was in the original comics where he was like <laughs> just this weird, like, vaguely human shaped dude who was like all fuzzy ice and he just wore boots. <laughs> like, the fuzzy rest of his ice. costume was under the, the ice. Yeah, look it up. <laughs> he like, doesn't even have features. Oh, God, I have to see this now. <laughs> original costume. Spelled that wrong. <laughs> oh yeah, he looks like a snowman. Yeah, <laughs> but with boots on. <laughs> you gotta have those yeah. boots. 
<laughs> the rest of his clothes are under it, but <laughs> the boots. Oh, God, I, I'm looking at somebody who's doing cosplay of him, and I don't appreciate it. <laughs> he looks like... Uh, I can only imagine. Uh, whatever his name is, the blue guy from... Oh, God damn it. This is going to drive me nuts. Watchmen. He looks like <laughs> the, the blue, blue man group. Oh, okay. Yeah, it sounds like he couldn't really pull off the ice effect then. <laughs> No, he's just painted blue, and it's... I, <laughs> I hope I if he's like trying to copy off of Dr. Manhattan that there's an ice penis. Uh, he's wearing icicle on his hands. <laughs> um, it's not good. Damn it. Well, shit. All right. That's my number nine. All right, my... My number nine... Gonna be the Punisher. Oh, I, I like me some Punisher. <laughs> I mean, I really like what John Bernthal's done with him and Daredevil and the Punisher series. Uh, that's really good. But even more so, he's he's great in the comics because he's just a total fucking badass. And like in any situation, you're just like this guy is gonna fucking kick some ass and straight up murder some folks and he'll always find a way out even if it doesn't look good for him like he'll just he'll, he'll just go into badass mode and just fucking fucking do some crazy shit and get out of it and he's just so single-minded in his focus like whereas like other heroes have like you know lives and stuff like that like this other stuff they have to do like he's just all about that mission of straight up going out and fucking killing criminals <laughs> He's really got nothing else. He doesn't have a whole lot of like character growth in that kind of thing. He's just pure badass. <laughs> huh. Yeah. And they keep they keep trying to do weird things with him. Um the most recent one was actually kind of interesting where like he has gotten his um like uh Rhodey died a little bit ago, so he's gotten his hands on the war machine armor. <laughs> And basically made it, you know, painted a Punisher skull on that kind of thing. <laughs> and it's fighting crime as the new war machine. Oh, strange. <laughs> yeah. Which it makes sense uh, for him because that's obviously a weapon. It's a lot, makes a lot more sense than the time they tried to make him like this fucking demon hunting killer tasked by the angels or whatever. Or the time they had him die and get brought back as like a Frankenstein. <laughs> Frankencastle. <laughs> that was just embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty bad. Pretty bad. But yeah. Uh, I love me, I the mean, Punisher. He was definitely up your alley, so. Alrighty. Cool. Mm-hmm. Got a cool shirt. Alrighty, so. <laughs> cool shirt go and go go boots. Uh, number eight. Okay. The Hulk. The only Avenger that made mm. it on my list. Uh, Damn. Uh, he's just badass. This guy is just another, like, uh, just another brute strength. I like him in all the movies. He's just a, a complete badass and just looks cool as hell. Um, and then when, you know. <laughs> Even the that, Eric Banner Hulk movie? <laughs> no, not that movie. That movie doesn't <laughs> yeah. exist. <laughs> um, it's been wiped from the universe. 
I'm like looking up like all these cosplays of all the heroes that we've been talking about, and the Hulk has to be <laughs> some of the worst I think I've seen. <laughs> I mean, and that's just Lou Ferrigno. <laughs> Man, he's just this one guy. It's like he didn't even want to try. He just he just took his shirt off, painted himself green, and gave him green. Yep. Gave himself green claws. And then a weird, what the fuck? weird hair. I don't know. I don't know what I'm looking at anymore. <laughs> Dear Lord. Know, little, that sounds terrible. Sick to my stomach. It's pretty great. Anyways, yeah, no, he's <laughs> Looks super cool. Uh, he is super cool. And he's the goddamn Hulk. How do you fuck with mm-hmm. the Hulk? How do you not have the Hulk on your list? It's so cool. The Hulk. Yeah. That's a good call. And the GameCube game right. was shit. <laughs> yeah, it was. Hells yeah. So good. So good. All right. All That's right. my number eight. All right. My number eight, I'll try to go through this as quick as possible, is uh, Captain Marvel. But not the Captain Marvel you're thinking of. Probably not even the second Captain Marvel that you're thinking of. <laughs> but there have obviously been there's been a couple of different Captain Marvels in the Marvel universe. Um starting with the original uh Captain Marvel, uh who was like he was a member of the Kree alien race who had kind of come to Earth. Basically, they sent him as like a spy, but he ended up kind of being like, hey, these humans are all right. Like, we should not fuck with them. Like, <laughs> but he, he kind of turned on his own people to go against them, that kind of thing. <laughs> what the fuck was that? Don't worry about that. <laughs> Every week there's some kind of kaiju attack over there. <laughs> That's why I hate putting but it yeah, on so he was... that, that you can't hear me laughing my balls off. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Um, so, yeah, basically that was the guy he kind of um, – he ended up getting kind of a power copied over to Carol Danvers, who became the the current Captain Marvel. Um, she was Miss Marvel for a long time, but she changed her name to Captain Marvel. But in between those times, there was two other Captain Marvels. There was this one where uh, this, this like black woman, Monica Rambo, I believe her name was, became Captain Marvel for a little while. Um, really didn't have anything to do with the other Captain Marvels, so it was just kind of, I guess, to keep the name around. But the Captain Marvel I really liked was a guy named Genus Bell, who was like the son of the original Captain Marvel, the um, Marvel guy. Um, and he was really cool, mostly because Peter David was writing his comic. That's kind of what made him so cool, I think. But it was a very interesting dynamic in that he had all the same powers as like the original Captain Marvel. And the original Captain Marvel had kind of had this weird relationship with Rick Jones, uh, who was like this kind of professional superhero sidekick almost. Um, like Rick Jones was the guy who was kind of responsible for Bruce Banner becoming the Hulk. So he hung out with the Hulk for a while. Then he trained with Captain America as kind of like the new Bucky for a little while. And then he met the original Captain Marvel and like they got some weird thing going on where like, Rick, uh, one of them would be trapped in the negative zone and then one of them would be in the real world and then they would 
press these mega bands together and they would switch places and the other one would come out, that kind of thing. And then eventually they got separated and got to go their own way. But when, when this new Captain Marvel, the son, came along, he came along after basically the original Captain Marvel had died of cancer. Um, and so this new Captain Marvel and Rick Jones had the same kind of situation where they, he had to bond with Rick Jones to save his life. And so basically the two of them were kind of stuck together and they would switch back and forth as far as which one was in the real world, which one was in the negative zone. Um, and it just made for a really cool dynamic because like the new Captain Marvel like had this cosmic awareness and all that stuff, but he was kind of new at the same time. But Rick Jones had kind of been around the block being sidekicks to all these different superheroes, so he knew a lot of shit. So the way that they would kind of interact was just really interesting, and the fact that they were kind of sharing a body made for some cool, interesting stories. Um, and I really liked that comic. So the Genus Bell version of Captain Marvel, I like it. Huh. Well, I don't know anything about Captain Marvel except for that he or she or it is Superman, but in the Marvel universe, so. Kind of, but she's also got, like, energy manipulation powers. Like, she can absorb energy and, you know, channel it out in big energy blasts and that kind of shit. Hmm. Sounds like Superman. All right. Uh, Let's see. Well, I guess we'll go with my neck and Duder McGooger. Duder McCougars. Um, this one I don't really consider too much of the Avengers. He's just kind of helping out. Uh, Spider-Man. Spider-Man I think is super cool. I think the world loves Spider-Man. He's probably number one on most lists, probably your list as well. Um, but uh, I really do like Spider-Man. He's a super cool, super cool dude. I like the new version of him in the movies. I hated the Tobey Maguire version. Uh Tobey Maguire to me just looks like an idiot. So. <laughs> it's true. Like a giant Goomba. <laughs> With an emo haircut. I yeah, I know. Just what am I looking at, you know? Hated it. But yeah, no, Spider-Man is super <laughs> cool. I really like his abilities as well. The super strength and then he created himself some slinging weapons. So that was really cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's way weapon. better when he creates them rather than having it come out of his wrist. <laughs> I don't like that when they did that in the movies. Like, no. Yeah, I know. I don't think that's a thing. <laughs> Damn that ever a thing. <laughs> and keep oh, you your mask on. So much. Oh, yeah. That was your favorite <laughs> part of the movies. When you got to take that sweet, yeah. off, sweet thing off. <laughs> I don't need to see your stupid face. You got a stupid face. You got the big stupid <laughs> poo-poo face. You got the big stupid poo-poo face. <laughs> but yeah, Spider-Man, my number seven. Yeah, that's good. That's a good one. He'll be he'll be coming up again, much higher on my list. <laughs> Um, my number seven is a character, a fairly recent character, uh, to be added. I think she probably first appeared in, you know, 2002, I don't know, something like that. Um, and it took me, I was definitely late to that party as far as getting on board with, with her comic, but going back, it's, it's honestly really good. Um, talking about Jessica Jones. Ugh. 
I really like Jessica Jones. Um, both the TV version played by Kristen Ritter, that's a really, really cool version. Um, the comic version as well, just is a very interesting character. Uh, she basically plays a woman who tried to be a superhero. She got powers in, you know, like an accident, essentially. You know, chemical spill type thing, got all over her in a car accident, that kind of same old story. Um, and she kind of grew up and her family was killed in the accident, so it was just kind of her. And she tried to become a superhero at one point, but things went very badly when she ran into a guy called the Purple Man. Um, it kind of got even more dark in the TV version, um, although the comic version is pretty bad too. But after that, she basically hung up trying to be a superhero and just became like a private detective. Um, and so she operates this company called Alias Investigations, where she's kind of like a private detective going around trying to solve cases and that kind of stuff. And she's very, I, I love the character. She's just very interesting. Um, it's one of the few Marvel comics that features a lot of swearing <laughs> and a lot of like adult content, um, which Ooh. makes me like it a lot more. It's uh, like, I think in like the first issue, basically, like she has sex with Luke Cage and like takes it in the ass and shit like that. It's like, damn. Jesus. <laughs> A true hero. This comic is fucking nuts. <laughs> but yeah, so she's been through a lot of shit, and she's kind of like, basically like an alcoholic almost, it seems like a lot of the time. And she's very just kind of down on the world, and she has kind of a very sarcastic attitude, and she, you know, always talking shit about everybody and that kind of stuff. So it's very different from a lot of other Marvel characters, and that she's just kind of, kind of a bit of an asshole, but it just makes her interesting. Huh. That is interesting. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't seen any of the Jessica Jones stuff, so I can't really judge anything. I know that she was on a bunch of lists and whatnot, and I was like, why? I don't understand. It's just because the show. <laughs> I don't get it. It's a, it's a great show, honestly. Like, I like her portrayal of, of the character a lot. Like, especially in The Defenders, she was, like, probably the best part because, you know, she's kind of the, the, the funniest one, <laughs> just her being a smartass. Interesting. All right. I can get behind that. Mm-hmm. Literally. <laughs> what is your All number right. six? Six, yes. The Silver Surfer. He's just so tall oh. and silvery. Um, <laughs> the Silver Five. I like the Silver Surfer. Super cool. Uh, I like the cosplay of people doing him. Uh, somebody dressed him up. He was a black guy in foil. That was a bad one. But um, <laughs> I don't know. I really like Sil- Silver Surfer. I only know him from the uh, Fantastic Four movie, uh, the second one. But he was really cool in there. I really liked it. It was He, he seems really fucking powerful and really OP. And just kind of yeah. messing around. He's like a really OP guy who just doesn't, you know, he just wants to hang ten, which is pretty nice. <laughs> he just wants to surf, man. Yeah. I'm trying to harsh his mail. Yeah. I don't know. What can you tell us about <laughs> Silver Surfer from the comics? Does he have a pretty big dong? <laughs> yeah, it's Dr. Manhattan size. <laughs> <laughs> No, I mean he's he's uh yeah he's interesting. Um, 
he was uh, obviously his home world was being visited by Galactus. Galactus was trying to eat it, as he does with all the other worlds. He devours worlds, basically sucks all the energy out of them so that they cease to exist. Uh, but he he struck a deal with Galactus to leave his home world alone. He's like, I'll become your herald and find you new worlds to devour if you just if you spare my home world here. And so he kind of you know fucked himself over to save his race and that kind of thing. And he's just kind of very much always been this like almost like Buddhist type character where he's kind of like always serene and trying to keep his calm and all that stuff and just trying to trying to do right by the universe once he broke free from Galactus and got to do his own stuff. Huh. Very interesting. See? So much depth within these characteronies. <laughs> I know, right? Who knew? I think Galactus didn't even make any of our lists. No. <laughs> And he's he not really that good of a villain. I mean, he's he's badass. He's like super powerful, but all he does is show up and try to eat planets. It's not <laughs> you can't even really interact with him that much. Hopefully, he doesn't show up to Earth because then the Avengers ain't gonna be able to do shit. <laughs> That's on the Fantastic Four. He needs to sit, come back. You're like, we got yep. this. <laughs> <laughs> needs rubber bands, man. He's the only way. All right, what's your number six? <laughs> He'll wrap him up. Uh, my number six. Uh, I like me obviously some fu- uh, good funny characters. Uh, so my number six is a guy by the name of Morph. Um, Morph was kind of like uh, in in our universe. He was kind of a guy called the Changeling back in the sixties in the X Men comics. Um, he was kind of on the team for a little bit, but he was kind of posing as Professor X, and then he died. Uh, so there wasn't really a whole lot to him there. But then when they did this whole um, – in the, in the 90s when they did the X-Men cartoon, they kind of like, well, we need somebody that we can kill off in like the first episode. <laughs> so they kind of repurposed the, kid, the changeling a little bit. I think because – I think because maybe Beast Boy at that point was going by the name Changeling or something like that in the comics, in like DC comics or something. So they're like, well, we can't use that name. So I guess they changed his name to Morph. Um, and he was kind of on the X-Men uh, for that one episode. And then he kind of came back later on where he was just kind of this funny guy who would, you know, had shape-changing powers. And he could, you know, change. So it was basically like Mystique, that kind of thing, shapeshifter type stuff. Um, he would change into things like different characters and make jokes and that kind of stuff like that. Um, but they killed him off right away, and then he kind of came back later on. But then they did this whole Age of Apocalypse thing where it was like a whole alternate universe where Professor X died and Magneto ended up creating the X-Men uh, in his place, like in his memory. Um, and Morph was a big part of that. And it was a very different looking Morph where he just had this all like white face and like didn't really have a nose. <laughs> but even in like this dark alternate reality, like he was still very like a funny guy. Um, and always, you know, trying to goof around and that kind of shit, even in the worst of times. And so eventually there was a comic called Exiles that kind of had all these different people from different realities trying to save, you know, alternate realities that had gone off track. And they brought in a a version of Morph into that comic who was very much like the Age of Apocalypse version. It wasn't the Age of Apocalypse one, but it was pretty damn similar. And he was on there for a long time, and I really – I love that character. He was just really great and really funny Um, and just a good dude. (laughs) <laughs> an interesting nice. look. That's pretty cool. Pretty cool indeed. 
Um, yeah. Can't go wrong with that, I suppose. Cool. All right. Well, I guess we'll move on to, I think, my number five. Uh, kind of in the same realm of, uh, uh, well, God damn, what's his name? Uh, Blade. Uh, I put Ghost Rider on here. Ghost Rider just looks so cool as shit. He's so cool. <laughs> he does. <laughs> you can't deny him that. I mean, the movies are pretty bad. There's no doubt about it. But, I mean, at least <laughs> in the movies, it made him look really badass. He was so cool. Yeah. Um, they didn't they got that right. away from, you know, what he looked like. Like, they do in other, like, superhero movies. Like, oh, let's put him in leather. Well, he's already in leather, so we're good. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I'm really, I, I really like uh, the way that Ghost Rider looks. A big old flaming skull dude with a leather jacket who rides a bike and uses chains as a weapon. That's he's okay in my book. It's the weirdest <laughs> compilation of a thing, but it's so cool. A motorcycle with like fucking it. flame tires. I know, so cool. I don't know how often he shows up in the so comics, cool. but definitely makes me hard. Yeah, he's definitely one of the best-looking characters by far. Yeah, he's damn cool-looking. <laughs> damn cool-looking. Damn Skippy. Yeah. All righty, well, All right. that's my number... I don't know the name of that. Oh, five. Oh, five. five. All right, my number five. Uh, you already talked about him a little bit, but the Hulk. I really love the Hulk. Um, as you mentioned, he's a super badass. Um, they've done a lot of really cool things with him in the comics that just really make him one of the more interesting characters. Um, in that, like, he had such a fucked up like childhood that it kind of seems like basically he the, he would have had the Hulk in him anyway. It's just that the gamma radiation brought him out and gave it an actual form, but he probably would have had the Hulk like as an alternate person or as like a multiple personality problem anyway. <laughs> and there are a couple yeah. different Hulks. Like there's the green Hulk that's just kind of like the childlike id where it just does whatever it wants to do <laughs> type thing and just wants to be left alone and that kind of shit. And there's like the gray Hulk who's kind of like all the stuff that he tried to suppress, like any dark instinct he ever had, he kind of suppressed it into this gray Hulk. So the gray Hulk's kind of like a perv and like just kind of <laughs> a dick to everybody and that kind of shit. And they've, they've done all kind of cool things like that. And there's all kind of different things in the comics where like, oh, this would cause him to transform or this would cause him to transform. Like when he was the Gray Hulk, like it wasn't, you know, oh, he, if he gets angry, he turns. It's like, oh, he would change into the Hulk at night. <laughs> and then during the day, we become Bruce Banner again. It's like, oh, interesting. And so they would do all kind of cool shit like that. At one point, like he got kind of merged like Doc Samson did some therapy on him and kind of merged all you know the Green Hulk the Gray Hulk and Bruce Banner so that he was kind of like this Professor Hulk where he was kind of just like the body of the Hulk but the brains of Bruce Banner and that kind of thing and it was, that was one of my favorite eras of the whole comic like Peter David's whole run was fucking pretty phenomenal um, and I, just, I really liked the character and I just I think the Hulk's a badass and very interesting as well Hmm. Yeah, I know. Hulk, I totally agree with. He's so cool. Yeah. So cool. He's fucking huge. He can smash so many things. <laughs> yeah, and mash real hard. All right, my number four is... Hulk mash. 
No, Hulk, no. Um, <laughs> yes. Oh, oh, good. All right, number four is Storm. Storm is super fucking cool. Uh, I love all of her abilities. I like natural disasters, <laughs> as you already know. And then somebody who could fly around and just create natural disasters, pretty badass in my book. Storm <laughs> is crazy. This is this is what I can't agree with. I've never really cared for Storm. <laughs> Nobody cares for Storm, and that's why somebody has it. So that's me. <laughs> like if I was gonna go for somebody who had element like weather controlling powers, I would probably go with Thor. <laughs> At least he's better than Storm, and he's got a cool hammer. I mean, he's got a cool hammer, but can he control the wind? And the rain. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. So storm the above. <laughs> it's, it's still going to be storm. All right. I'm not changing my mind. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I didn't know that he could do these things. I thought he could, he was just a god of lightning. <laughs> or god of thunder. Yeah, I know. He can control it all. Weird. But Storm is just crazy OP, but whatever. <laughs> well, he is a god, I suppose. I'll give him that. I'll, <laughs> I'll make it a tie. Storm and Thor, my number four. Yeah, their names kind of rhyme. <laughs> that with the number associated with them. Uh, all right, number <laughs> four. All right. Um. So this is, well, not really a tie. It's mostly like... There's a number 4A, who's the main one, and then kind of 4B, because they go together. Um, these are two X-Factor characters. Uh, X-Factor is you know, one of the X-Men spinoffs. Uh, Multiple Man and Strong Guy. Um, Multiple Man is, to me, the cooler of the two. <laughs> but Strong Guy and him are really a good combo. <laughs> like, I like the two of them oh, okay. whenever they interact. Uh, <laughs> Basically, they were kind of the funny guys of the group. Um, they were always making jokes and pulling practical, you know, pranks on people and shit like that, um, which just made them very interesting. Including, like, obviously, strong guy. The, the name is ridiculous, and basically, he just threw it out as a, at a press conference as a joke because he hadn't thought of like a good name, and like the press kind of just took it and ran with it. So he's just been known as strong guy ever since. <laughs> It's just so weird and stupid. But uh, basically, Strong Guy, he's got the power to, like, he can absorb kinetic energy, uh, meaning, like, any kind of, you punch him, he'll absorb that, or, like, laser blasts, anything like that, he can absorb that and turn it into muscle uh, so that he can basically make himself even bigger. Like, this guy's fucking huge, like, possibly even bigger than the Hulk in certain ways. Just the way he looks is fucking ginormous. Um, but a, but the bad part is that, like, if he does that too much, like, it starts taxing his heart because he basically just gets too big and his body can't even handle being that big. Um, so he's had, like, some, some heart issues, <laughs> which is kind of, like, tragic because he's, he's, like, the super funny character, but apparently he's actually always in constant pain. <laughs> it's like, oh, shit. But hmm. uh, Multiple Man... Um, I really love Multiple Man. He's such a good character. Jamie Madrox uh, is a guy who also has kinetic energy and 
powers where he absorbs kinetic energy. So, like, if you punch him or anything like that, he creates duplicates of himself. Um, so he can do that himself if he wants, just, like, you know, punch his own hand or something or just, like, clap his hands. He can make a duplicate uh, of himself. And so then basically that also, like um, – like if, so, if you punch him and he creates a duplicate, it kind of splits that punch between duplicates. So it doesn't hurt him as much because he's kind of splitting the pain between the different duplicates. Um, and it's just a very interesting character because, like, a lot of the times the duplicates have their own personality. Sometimes they'll kind of get away and go just start living their own lives and shit like that <laughs> before he can get a chance to, like, reabsorb them. Yeah, and sometimes he'll actually send them out to do stuff like that. Like, he'll create duplicates and have them go learn stuff. Like, he became a private investigator at a certain point just by having, you know, sending one of his duplicates off to kind of learn the, the tricks of the trade and that kind of thing. So he can kind of send them off to learn all these different skills and then just reabsorb them. And, like, all of a sudden he's got all those different skills now, <laughs> which is just kind of badass. And it's kind of a Wasn't cool uh, storytelling device. What? Wasn't he in one of the X-Men movies, too? Yeah. I think he was in uh, X-Men 3, but he was not good there. Supposedly, they're going to be doing a whole multiple-man movie starring James Franco. <laughs> oh, God. Why, Lord, help us. <laughs> yeah. I can't imagine it's going to be good, because it's going to be Fox. <laughs> so we know what that's going to lead to. Badness. But I really like that character, and it's just kind of cool because it's like, like, like you're in your normal life, you're faced with all these kind of choices, and you can like, oh, I could either do this or do that, but like, this guy could just do them all. <laughs> he doesn't have to pick one path; he can just do whatever he wants. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty cool. So it's a good character. And it's very funny. <laughs> yeah. All right. That's that's a good. Good one, I suppose. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, well, my next one is if I can think about it, Deadpool. Deadpool is my number three. Ooh. Wow, number yeah. three. Yeah, I don't want to ride the train all the way to the station. You know, everybody's all about <laughs> Deadpool now. I would say he's probably my number one because I, I mean, Deadpool is probably the coolest thing that's happened, but. Again, I don't want to ride that train. So, as of right now, <laughs> number three, really, really love Deadpool. Obviously, he's just fucking funny as shit. Um, and I really like him. He's really cool. Um, but, yeah, I don't Again, I, I'm sure you'll – I can't say that you'll ride it to the train because I would never have known of Deadpool if it wasn't for you. I remember being a kid in the room and you having Deadpool posters and shit in your uh, – Yeah. Uh, in, in your room, and I was just like, oh, God, who is this guy? Because I thought it was like a weird version of Spider-Man. And you're like, no, that's <laughs> yeah, Deadpool. I and see I that. Like, oh. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, no, Deadpool is super cool. I think that was kind of like Rob Liefeld's thing when he was making Deadpool. He was just like, well, I like Spider-Man, and I like badasses with swords, so let's just make Spider-Man with swords. <laughs> there you and go. guns. <laughs> Kind of like he combined like Deathstroke and Spider-Man almost. Yeah, it's definitely Deathstroke-ish for sure. Uh, uh, it's really cool. 
<laughs> I love in the uh, <laughs> in the Deadpool two movie where he's just like, what kind of fucking coked up artist, comic book artist came up with that idea? It's probably some guy who can't even draw feet. <laughs> like, oh, that's a good Rob Liefeld joke right there. Oh yeah, I mean, I'm sure that that was a callback to something that I just didn't understand. <laughs> yeah, Rob Liefeld was like the artist who created Deadpool. <laughs> he's got a lot of people like to shit on him, and he's definitely got a, you know his his feet drawings are kind of strange. But I honestly like the guy's work for the most part. Every once in a while, I'll do a drawing that's kind of wonky. But compared to like a lot of the shit that's out there, like I fucking I think his stuff's pretty good. <laughs> hmm. Interesting. Cool. All righty. Well, that's my number three. Third pull. All right. Well, my three, number three, is uh, I probably won't spend too much time on this because we all know him. Uh, I'm going with the Robert Downey Jr. version of Iron Man from the MCU because he's just so damn cool. You can't help but like that guy. (laughs) I mean, Iron Man's all right in the comics. He's not anything that special. Um, And they've done some really stupid stuff over the years with him. Um so it, but I mean, sometimes it's it's pretty good in the comics, and kind of seems like the movie version. But that movie version is just the the perfect one. And just when they decided to go with Robert Downey Jr., even despite all of his problems, like it was the best choice they ever could have made because it seems like the entire universe kind of rests upon <laughs> the back of that first Iron Man movie. Hmm. If yeah, that hadn't that been true. as good as it was and set the tone, like, I don't know if it would still be around. It's, it's definitely at least not in the form that we have it now. So I just, I love that character. And I, as we mentioned before, great. I'm pretty sure he's going to die in Infinity War Part Two or whatever they call it. So it's going to be very, very, very sad. <laughs> yeah. So he's got to go. He's old as shit. <laughs> Wow! Yeah. All righty. We'll, we'll move on because we have six minutes left. We're gonna talk about four characters in six minutes. My number two is Gambit. I love Gambit. Gambit oh. is such a badass. I love his weapons. I like his ability. He's so cool, and he's got that southern draw. My number two. Yeah. Gambit. He Even better than old. southern draw. He's got like that Louisiana fucking crazy Cajun accent. Yeah, he does have that crazy. Y'all game. come back now. <laughs> I guarantee. So <laughs> uh, that one wasn't He's definitely one, on, on my also rants and my honorable mentions because he's fucking, uh, he's badass as hell. Hell yeah. He's fucking gambit. And he looks cool. Hell yeah. It's like a hey, weird simple a costume, yeah. but it fucking works. The trench coat. <laughs> I know, right? It's perfect. Well, that's my number two. What's your number two? That's a good one. Um, well, you already talked about him before, but good old Spider-Man. Um, it's hard not to, to be a fan of Spider-Man. He's just kind of that everyman type hero where you're just like, oh, yeah, every, every young boy can kind of relate to him when you're growing up and that kind of thing. <laughs> Man, I just so happen to be a young boy. 
Yep. And that, like I said, the '90s cartoon just hit at the right time and made me want to start checking out the comics. And and I did there in the '90s and just kind of kept going with Spider-Man ever since. And and I just I love that character. They've done a lot of stupid things to him and with him over the years, but uh, it's never made me stop liking good old Peter Parker and just what a cool dude he is. So. Spider-Man, you're pretty great. You're great. Indeed. Good call. As much as I didn't like Spider-Man Homecoming, Tom Holland really is the best, like, version of Spider-Man we've seen on screen. I I do enjoy him quite a bit. (laughs) Oh, God. He's got my heart and my fart. All right. (laughs) My number one is uh, Nightcrawler. I love Nightcrawler. I've always loved Nightcrawler. And if you, if I had yeah. any ability in the world, it would be to teleport. And I love Nightcrawler. He was cool as hell in that one X-Men movie that he was in. And in every game that I've ever played with him in, I'm always so happy to just kind of bebop around. I love the idea of Nightcrawler. He's just cool as shit. Nightcrawler. Yeah, he is. He's pretty great. So cool. So cool. Yeah. I like I like classic Nightcrawler especially because it seems like in recent years they've kind of like tried to play off the whole idea of him looking like a demon by having him become a priest and just like oh look it's isn't that weird it's a weird juxtaposition but it's just like oh <laughs> I don't like when characters are religious you know I don't like this <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's weird. I didn't know that they did that I don't know anything about the comics I just like how it looks cool. Yeah, that he does. And it's cool that he's like a swashbuckler. <laughs> he's got little cool like piratey swords. <laughs> he's just like teleporting in and like, ha ha. Oh, interesting. I didn't know that they did that. Yeah, he was a circus acrobat too. Of course. He did he all was. kind of crazy jumps and shit like that. Interesting indeed. Yeah, I like him though. All right, what's your number one, even though I can guess? <laughs> yeah, probably knew this was coming. <laughs> Ending on a very, not much of a surprise. But number one, Rocket Raccoon. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yes, Squirrel Girl. <laughs> Going with good old Deadpool. <laughs> he's just, he's been my favorite for fucking many, many, many years. Ever since I first discovered him back in like the, I don't know, mid-90s, I've just been gobbling up every comic I could find with Deadpool in it, and he's just, he's always been my favorite. He's just hilarious. Like, even more so than any of these other characters, like, he is literally the the most hilarious. And the fact that he's able to break the fourth wall and shit like that all the time just makes it stand out even more. You're just like, God damn it, this is so good. <laughs> Like I kind of wish everybody could do this, even though it would completely undermine the universe if that happened. But fuck, it's so good. <laughs> and damn, Ryan Reynolds has done such a great job. He just—he literally is Deadpool, which is fucking. I'm so glad that they finally did it right. Yeah, no, he's the best Deadpool. Cause he he really Deadpool. is. I can't imagine anybody else doing this. Other than him, he's just so good. God, no. It's just effortless. Yeah, no, he's, he's definitely the coolest, for sure. 
No doubts about that. <laughs> and you see some like the interviews he was doing for Deadpool too, just like where either he was, you know, doing it as Ryan Reynolds or some. He, I saw him just basically wearing the costume, doing the interview as Deadpool, <laughs> and like even just off the cuff, he's just kind of like so funny. It's just like God damn it. Yeah. Something about this works so damn well. It's so good. I love it. Yeah. So not much of a surprise. It's the correct one. Yeah, I'd be here too, but I can't. I can't ride that train. I said. <laughs> Just my yeah, arm. I understand. I originated that train, right. so I have no problem doing it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Indeed, we do. All right, everybody. There well, since the days nobody knew who he was. I'm about to get kicked off, so uh, <laughs> before that happens, I want everybody to have a great rest of your day. Have a great Memorial Day. Hopefully, everybody's cues and all these other shits out there in the world. But uh, that's all I got, so uh, I guess uh, remember to always flip your tip. Uh, oh, I'm Peter Jank. That's Kevin Jank. This is the original Janksters. Have a good weekend. <laughs>